What's up, everybody? It's your host, Jay Hendo. We're here tonight with Donna. What's going on? Hey, yo. I'm not going to put my head down. As a matter of fact, hold on one second. As a host, I'll be right back. Because <laughs> I see something. Oh, you see the oh. This is really weird. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I got my Terry Porter hair. It ain't growing right there, but it's all oh, yeah. <laughs> It's all good, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no hair, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. What's up, everybody? So tonight's show, of course, is wine therapy. And mm -hmm. what are we doing tonight? We had people, uh, we put up a post on our social media. Mm -hmm. Questions. We got questions that we're going to answer from people that sent some of our viewers. Uh, and I'm going to, uh, the questions that's being asked, I'm going to read it. And I'm going to stroll the questions at the bottom. So when somebody asks a question we read, I'm going to try to put it all at the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, we answer our questions today, so I don't know how you want to start this. You want to go first, or what's up? We yeah. asked the question today, y'all. People ask whatever they want to ask. What's whatever up? Whatever they want to ask. Are we giving serious answers? We give serious answers. Yeah, we give serious answers. I mean, yeah. it depends. All right, because I, I got a few deep questions. Why therapy? What's up? You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. How do I stop being jealous? Woo, how do you stop being jealous? Yeah. So the question is, how do you stop being jealous? Yes. You want to go first? Um, jealousy. So you can't look for, I don't, so this is a girl asking. Okay. So for women, you can't look for him to make you unjealous, even though that's not a word, but it's some stuff that you have to be comfortable with. Yeah, he has to do some things to make you feel secure. Huh? Unjealous, that word? Yeah, I, you know, it's a Donnaism. We have several of them. But, um, yeah, there's some things that he can do to make you feel more secure in the relationship. But at the end of the day, you know, that jealousy is an internal thing that you have to work on, not something that somebody else can actually fix for you. It's the difference between feeling jealous and insecure. In the relationship, if that makes sense. the jealous thing, right? So let's get this straight. So when you're jealous, you're probably jealous for something that happened from your past, right? Um, from what happened. And most people are real in denial about past relationship trauma because I've been that person uh, in mm -hmm. denial about past relationship trauma. So it's like, how do you deal with jealousy? How do you stop being jealous? Talk to your partner, you know, so have, have a prayer. I, I, mm -hmm. All seriousness, talk to your partner. Pray about it. You know what I'm saying? Have constant communication. If your partner is good with communication, they'll reassure you at all times. You don't have to worry about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. That's I have to say that, you know, that's how you stop. How do you stop being jealous? That's kind of a hard one. Um make sure you love yourself. Make and that's the, that's what I say. It's something with you, right? And so you gotta figure out the trigger of what's making you jealous. Is it that he's giving somebody else attention? <laughs> is it that you know he has he you know um confides in somebody else other than you what's the thing that's actually making you jealous that's the i think that's the first thing to identify in order to get to the fix i don't know that's a jealous thing i'm not really honestly jealous person i'm not really what i would say call a jealous person i don't really uh man life's too short so i don't really show insecurities or any jealousy whatever i got let me tell you something i work a job where I ain't got time to show no jealousy or or none of that, you know. Mm -hmm. I gotta just enjoy life when I can. Yeah, Ashley says you need to heal from your insecurities, and that's right. And Hendo, you said um, something from a past, a previous relationship that may have made you feel that way, or you know, feel a certain way about those types of things. But it's definitely something that you have to look at first. You can't look at somebody else. To help you fix something that you are dealing with, they can support you as you work on fixing it, but they can't fix it for you. I think constant communication helps, though. You have constant communication with someone, reassurance, and everything. Mm -hmm. Your actions alone are helping out a little bit, but sometimes the insecurity stretches where it could be like dangerous and lethal and mm -hmm. insecure. Or do insecure nodes are crazy? They definitely are. They will follow you. They're dangerous. Ladies, beware. Insecure dudes, and they, they're just like, women, I feel sorry for y'all, because I've seen some stuff over the past few days. Men are just, they scandalous. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, I think that's the two things. Figure out what exactly is. So remember in the uh, movie Brown Sugar, and she was like, 
the secrets I have to dig for, she already knows. You know what I'm saying? So you got to figure out exactly what it is that is you're jealous of. What's the thing that's bringing out that insecurity? So I got another question for mm -hmm. someone to read this. Why does a man continuously ask a woman to go to dinner after he was already told no? Mm. Now, that's from the, the weirdos. And um, the, the background is he has a girlfriend he's been with for two years and he lives in a different state. And he's asking to go to dinner? Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> he, he's got a girlfriend that he's been for two years but live in a different state. Is he really in a relationship? Women, well, I mean, when men are sometimes weird and I don't know. I don't know. They, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I don't know why. I mean, some men don't understand the word no. They think because they got a little bit of flashy money that they can override the no uh, and everything. Is it like one of those situations where it's a challenge? So I'm going to get her to say yes. I'm going to get her to say yes. Just the mere fact that she keeps saying. Hmm. It becomes stalking up there. He's like, that could be stalking. I'm going to get her to say yes. I mean, that's, that's kind of like stalking. Yes, but some men don't like that. Y'all like a challenge. Not like that. When a woman say no, that's all you said to me is no. I don't know. He's obsessed. It's going to Once no is no, it's like, okay. To me, if you're a confident man and you're a good man, that's that woman's loss. You hear me? Yeah. You hear me? It sounds like he's not respecting your boundaries, so you don't want to have anything to do with somebody like that anyway, so you know, my block game is strong, so block him. Oh, I know somebody else's black game is strong, but we're not going to go there tonight. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of questions. You got one? You want to go another question? Um, okay, well, let me mark this one off that I did. Okay, this is a good one. You ready? Mm -hmm. How much time is too much time together? It cannot be too much time together. Uh, I think that you gotta have your own life and everything. Um, you gotta have your own time with your friends. But if you spend a lot of time together, you're enjoying it. It's never too much time because time is like not guaranteed tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, you never know when your time may come. So it's just like enjoy the time you got with each other. If it's too lot of time, enjoy all that time because at some point in life, we're not gonna we're not gonna be here. All of us are not gonna be here. We try to live a healthy life and try to have fun. So there's not a such thing as too much time. Yeah. Ashley said, up each other's ass is too much time. Ashley, I can't with you tonight. <laughs> well, you know what? It depends on if you like anal, then it's not a big deal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if a woman likes anal, if a dude likes anal, that's a problem. Okay. That's so, a red flag. Why is that a red flag if that's what he likes? Let's not go there tonight. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Oh, she said working and sleeping together um, too much time. You need your breathing space. So Time with friends. But the, here's the thing. You need your breathing space. At the same time, life is not promised tomorrow or the next day. So when people be like, oh, I gotta have time with friends and you're not spending time with your significant other, once the other pass, that's it. You don't get no second to do-overs. Once you, you got your heart beating right now. Mm -hmm. Once that heart stopped, unless a miracle happened, you gone. Mm -hmm. You got to enjoy your time on earth, especially when you got a special someone. Enjoy your time with that person as much as you can. God brings you together. You got to think about it. This and I, I ain't trying to start church. You meet somebody. Y'all good. Y'all get along. Y'all mm -hmm. best friends. Y'all laughing, doing everything together. Yeah, you're going to have your time to breathe. But if y'all love spending time together, that's your best friend. That is what it is. So you don't believe that absence makes the heart grow fonder? At times it does. You you guys work now. Unless you work at the same place, then I might be a little bit over the edge. But time away from work, time away with other friends. You got friends, and you go spend time with them. But you can still spend a lot of time together. It's twenty four hours a day. You might spend eight mm -hmm. hours at work, some days, and whatever. You gotta have some time or something. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna uh, let you go to your next question. So I think that because I know some people like this. Let's say like me and the girls be having a girls' night at you know whoever. And then they bring him. That's too much time. Like that separation. Yeah. And you'll bring a guy out to girls' night. Who does that? Yeah, it's it's. But some people because they like to they like to hang out together. They enjoy each other's time, and they're together all the time. But like, no, stay home, or you just don't come. You just stay home with him, but don't bring him to the to the outing. 
I'm gonna put answering questions at the bottom because I can't. I'm not. I'm not producing right now. Like that. Yeah. Type these questions out. Yeah. So, all right. I'm gonna ask this, this question. How can you ask a friend you love for forgiveness? How can you ask a friend that you love for forgiveness? Oh, baby, you. What's up, Amy? Amy's in the bill. <laughs> oh, hey, Amy. I was singing the song. Okay, how can you ask a friend that you love for forgiveness? You have to be transparent and honest and upfront. Because if they're a real friend, they really, really know you and they know when you're just blowing smoke up their ass. So you have to... I'm going to talk tonight. <laughs> that's that's you. You kicked it off. No, Ashley kicked it off. Yeah, that's true. She did. Um, But just, you know, just be honest. Like, don't try to script put no script together, you know, speak from your heart. I have to agree. You guys are friend love for forgiveness. The thing is with friend, it's kind of hard because sometimes you put your friends, they know you got them on a pedestal, you got them on a pedestal. You might do some disappointing things in your life. You're like, damn, your friend's not going to judge you. But sometimes you be thinking like, I can't believe I just did this shit. Mm -hmm. ahead. But you're not, you got to be upfront about everything. You know, uh, we're not perfect in this world. We make yeah. mistakes. And certain things that happen in our lives happen in our lives affect us, and it affect us in the future. Yeah, to an extent. So it, it's uh, you gotta be just upfront, tell it like it is, and tell it like it is. And in that asking for forgiveness, there may be the need for an apology. And adding if to an apology, I don't think it's a real apology because clearly. I've hurt you in some way. So me saying if it's not really acknowledging, like as you said, the issue or the mistake, because me being our feelings is showing that I am offended. It's showing that you hurt my feelings. It's showing that I'm upset. So don't add if into the apology. True that. Um, I guess you go to the next question. We'll ask the questions y'all on the line there, midnight. That's what we're doing, reading questions from mm -hmm. social media, text messages, whatever. That's what the show is about. Answer questions people have. Go ahead with yours. All right, so this you definitely got to answer this one because I can't. He's not willing to fix himself to be with me. Well, it's not really a question. That's what they, that's what they said. He's not willing to fix himself to be with me. Then he's not for you. Let me tell you something. And I know some of these questions will come across like past experience. You know when a person want to be with you. You see effort. Mm -hmm. You feel the love. You feel the passion. You feel everything. Mm -hmm. The person is being with you for the convenience only. You see it. You, have to mm -hmm. it. you cannot accept and accept people bullshitting you. Especially mm. a man. A man will be with you for the convenience because you have a house, because you have this, because you have that. Because man, let's be for real, man not being a man nowadays, they're not being leaders. They're leeching off of women. They're forcing women into that leadership role. We don't have to be real men. We don't have too many real men out here. You know, look at Dwayne Wade. Uh, you know, obviously, Gabrielle Union is uh, the boss of that relationship. You need a man that if he's gonna like a, a man wants a woman to be submissive, right? You want that, but a man also has in return to do his job. He has a job to do. He has he has to provide leadership for that woman and comfort mm -hmm. for him to be submissive. Mm -hmm. Submissive to a dude that provides you nothing. So if he don't want to conform and to be like ready in a relationship or what you want, then you got to just get rid of him. Yeah, pop that up there. So wait a, Ashley said, wait a minute, how do we know the man's that, how do we know it's the man that's the asset this issue? He could be the woman not accepting her issue that creates the issue with the man or they overthink the issue and make it bigger than what it is. Hmm. Okay, wait. It could be the woman not accepting her issues that they creates the issue man. with the man. I, and that, that does happen sometimes, but specifically for this question, and maybe, and so this is the thing. So people are quick to point the finger at somebody else. So she may be calling him out like, he's not willing to fix his issues for me. But are you fixing your shit for him? Are you a submissive woman? Because if you ain't a submissive woman, you can't cook. Let me tell you something. Cooking is big. Cooking is a turnoff. If you can't cook, it's a turnoff. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying, if you, no, you know, if you can't cook, it's a turnoff. Let me tell you, the many people, as the women I met in the past, and I don't care how good they can look. Looks is not the perfect thing to me. I've asked, do you cook? Oh, I can cook sometimes. Not really. I cook this. It's a complete turnoff because part of a relationship is having your soul taken. When a woman cooks and she hits your soul, she hit that soul. She's not that. Really? 
tell you. Once you get that soul, now we're talking. But a woman that can't cook, what the fuck? What are you doing in the kitchen? What are you doing? It's disappointing. It can lead to separation. It can lead to cheating. A woman that can't cook can lead to cheating. What, what, what they got to do with fixing the issues? The him, he won't fix himself. No, I'm just saying. That's I'm not. No, no, no. I'm asking. Oh, uh, okay. Her issues, man. Her issues. If she can't cook, that could be an issue. You ain't gonna conform, and if she can't cook, that's you know what that is. That is a valid point, Jay Henny. It is. You can't. You can't cook. It's like. But a man could be the cook and say relationship, but ain't nothing, ain't nothing, ain't nothing sexy in the woman in the kitchen cooking with some leggings on. I knew you were about to say that. <laughs> we lied, y'all. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> we need to know what his issues are, you know, like, and people who are in a relationship with somebody who, like, depend, well, I won't even get into that because the issues, sometimes they run deep as porn addiction. Or that was that's the comment. Wait, hold on. Let me put this down because I turned my head for a minute. Are his issues porn addiction leave his clothes on? Well, I'll leave my clothes on the floor though. I do have a I do leave my clothes on the floor. They're not like dirty clothes, they clean. Sometimes I leave them on the floor. I leave my clothes, a jacket on the couch. I might not hang it up in the closet. My jacket might be on the couch. That's different than somebody being addicted to porn. Because people who like a, a porn addiction, it makes your partner feel like they're not enough, like they're not satisfying you. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not I, I don't even look. Actually, porn doesn't not really do. I look at uh, I even glance at it every bit more. I'm not a person that kind of watch porn. I had a scene that got slowers this week. I'm not the type of person like it's this over dramatic. All the screaming. <laughs> like, if you can name over five porn stars, then you've watched too much. Actually, I don't know any. To be honest with you. Oh, okay. I don't know any porn stars. I, I can't name it. Like I had to Google and I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember. But I, I don't even know no porn stars. Mm -hmm. so. All right, you're up. All right, let's go with uh somebody asked, what has been the hardest moment in your in my career? I'll let you go first. Mm. I don't know. I have so many <sighs> so many, so many, so many, so many. The hardest point in my career. Um, I had a student who was uh, sexually assaulted in the building during the school day, and she was a special needs student, and it was the craziest thing ever. Um, so that was probably one of the most difficult things oh and actually and in my first and i'm not to minimize that but in my first year of like my first month of being a principal mm -hmm. one of my students was shot and killed mm -hmm. and so that was crazy i had been a principal for a month and getting a call like at three in the morning at when my students was killed and then having to go in the, the next day to support everybody that was that was tough because i had no idea what to do like they don't teach you that in college like how to deal with to deal with like trauma and everything like that. They don't yeah. yeah. So those are two of my hardest. I think that oh I got I got I'm gonna I'm gonna name two. I think uh and one of the hardest moments of my career. Now I don't, don't want to break down live I'm trying to have a straight face. Mm -hmm. But be honest with you so right we work a rotating shift. So we always complain about a rotating shift. So the midnight. So one of my coworkers we was like chilling dab it up you know what i'm saying pow, 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 what's up and he died like an hour later i was like damn so i'm at work and we were just laughing he went did like a uh transport in another uh, suburb so he was there i was working i'm like he went to they say he went to the hospital so i'm thinking in my head i'm always thinking positive mm -hmm. i'm thinking like he gonna be all right he's sitting there and he was probably i think about 46 and the the, the way we work and how tiresome it is, your body just like it sometimes goes in overload. So I think I remember talking to him that night, he's a little bit tired. We joked around, and he was just sitting in the car and with a prisoner, and um, that was just it. Mm -hmm. He um like eleven o'clock, we kicking it, talking, you know, two o'clock, one o'clock, thirty in the morning. You no, know, uh no, actually, to be honest with you, it was probably like about more like midnight. Um was the hospital and was gone. Mm. This dude was watching uh, uh, 
a friend like die, watching somebody on the street die, like young kids of violence, it, it's hard for me to sit and see that because we got a problem in this world. That's why I see things differently. That's why I don't sit and like coincide with people when they want to talk about police shootings because I see more young black men and Hispanics killed at a much higher rate. That's every day. Mm -hmm. The media people choose what they want to uh, show us. When you sit there, you see a young kid who had a potential to be something, sitting there like dead, it's like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, you sit there and have a body with a gunshot on the back of the head that you were just talking to. Like, how do you handle that? Those are the hardest things like to like digest in, uh, in the mind. Mm -hmm. Co-worker, like, I ain't gonna lie, losing my coworker has mentally had an effect on me for like for years. Uh, you know, sometimes you know you sleep and you think like you just see somebody one second and then the next second they're gone. Mm -hmm. So it it, it kind of sometimes to a certain degree affects sleep. And as men, we have a problem with getting help, and mm -hmm. we don't admit that we have issues. Let me tell you about relationships. How that relates to relationships, men, we keep so much in. It affect us. Mm -hmm. And when we hurt, men we hurt, I ain't gonna lie, it's hard for a man to necessarily commit, but a man can easily branch away from fear. Mm -hmm. Probably fear sometimes more than women do when we go through things. Yeah, We play chess very carefully. We don't make those desperation moves. We dealt with so much pain, it builds up. And when you, when you start to get help, it just don't go away like that. It takes time. So these moments in the, the career that I had, like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a work in progress. I mm -hmm. have, like, stuff that goes on. I deal with some personal, too, as well. Mm -hmm. A little work is just like, it, it gets overload. Man, we gotta go out there, we gotta get help when we need it. Um, I think it's, like, important for men to get the help. And this mm -hmm. is why we affect women in relationships. I think men can be faithful. I just think that man, and I'm not making an excuse, I think that men deal with so much our body goes in overload get a careless thought. Like, what I'm going through now, I think you might have heard me and I said this. I'm like, I, I, at one point, one thing I was going through, I was telling myself, like, mm -hmm. I don't have this thought for it, but I have no respect with it. Mm -hmm. Not that it's not true, it's going through a situation. But man, we, we go through all this stuff, and we're like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. I'm, not doing, you know, I'm, I'm not doing nothing good for a woman. Mm -hmm. And when we get used, we get pissed off. We put our heart in to go in, it is hard to put your heart in and going again. Mm -hmm. Because, man, we're so strong. We're leaders. When a woman tear you down and fuck you over mm -hmm. and, and, and be that narcissist to you, it's hard mm -hmm. to build. And so we got that. The way it works is, is, is crazy. So I know I branched off from the question a little bit, but uh, it's, it, all, it all tied into each other. It did. But you know what? I think that's important, too. It's important, like, with the careers that we have, the per the person that we're with, they have to be a strong individual because, you know, you may not open up about how your day was, you know what I'm saying? But they have to, they can't see that as you shutting them out. You know what I'm saying? That's just how you deal with it. You know, sometimes, you know, people got to understand that the beginning of the school year is a hectic time for me. You know what I mean? Like, and just like, there are just different things that have to happen for them to support us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand what you're going through. And even like, like last year, I the last year was the worst of my career. You know what? I got hurt. My job told me you can't do light duty. So I was like, brother was not getting paid no money. So I was trying to figure out how I'm going to support kids. Mm -hmm. I'm going to support a baby that was on the way. Uh, I'm going to show my girls a good time. I'm going to be able to walk again. I have mm -hmm. all these factors doing, and that's the hardest. That was the hardest moment of my career right there. Yeah. I set in on how people are when you need to depend on the most. At the time, the person I wasn't depending on the most was not there for me. Right. And actually, at one point, left and and uh, I'm, I told people at last year, I was still uplifting others with ten dollars in my goddamn pocket. Mm -hmm. That's I was. And my my employment uh, told me, oh, we don't want you to get like, do you get hurt? Mm -hmm. There are other people that had that type of thing that went on before mm -hmm. me. So why am I denied? You know, all the mm -hmm. stuff work I put in my community. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all, y'all like. I hope where you work at, your bosses love you. They got your back. Because don't depend on no job because they quickly drop your ass in a minute and, and treat you wrong. Mm -hmm. Hard work you put in. It's, it's crazy. So It is. It definitely is. Ashley said, that's for any person who is a giver of time, finances, and energy. 
We blow up if we are pouring into others and not being poured back into us. That is so, 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 so true. It is. It is. Like certain, certain things hurt, but what's your question? All right. Um, do you think you can learn to love a person? I think when you get to know a person, the love just happens. I don't think you can learn to love. Hmm. I think you learn it. You can care. Love hmm. is unconditional. Love happens. You don't control it. Love. We we try to control love. We try to force ourselves into relationships, but love is a, a thing that just happens. It has to build up. There's chemistry. It has to happen naturally. Come from the heart. Sometimes we just like get in so many situations. And somebody's like, okay, you be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna force that. I'm gonna just see if I can be with them, see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You force that because you're getting along, and that's how you miss those red flags when you force things. Mm-hmm. A lot of red flags because it's like comfortable to you. Hmm. You know, okay, so love is a strong force, it's a controlling force, right? Like, so love controls things, not us as people. But you know, I'm addicted. My guilty pleasure is this show, Married at First Sight. And some of them don't <laughs> don't stop. I, I was trying to decide from Married First Sight and Love is Blind. It's two different shows. Yes. But some of them actually learn to love one another. Well, because they learn to be open-minded and that love still comes like it comes from within. So when you get around and be around somebody and learn to somebody, mm-hmm. it is going to build or it's not going to build? Hmm. You can learn to love a person because you might be guarded at first when you put your mind not to love a person. Then once you see the true colors, you let your guard down. Huh. I don't know. I think you can learn to love a person because I did too. Natalie, it's so good. This season is good too. So, Hendo, you should watch it. I'm going to try to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to try to watch it because I, I watch Love is a Blast so I'm definitely going to different. I'm going to watch it too. Yeah. Right. I think, yeah, I guess you're getting one person at the guard. Now, the thing is, love can, the good love is the love to catch you off guard. I love the brag about a, the, the shirt collar. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, let me see. Uh, it's my turn, right? The questions? Yep. Dating. Let's get this dating question right here. This could be one that the viewers could probably get their uh, opinions on. Check this out. Mm. What are your thoughts on dating? Should you get to date one person at a time or multiple people, which leave you options open and allows you the opportunity to see if you can have a better connection with a certain person. So you think when you date, you date one at a time or you date multiple people at a time? I say, we'll see here. We, I don't want to, I don't want to say this because I don't want to feed into anything that it depends on what you mean by dating. <laughs> Cause you, I know you hate that word, but Yes, I think you should date multiple people at a time. Why? You don't have time to go person by person. You can learn a person. I talked to Amy. So Amy said this. You got 48 hours. You can, if you talk to a person consistently, you know there's a connection or not, right? I think, it's, it, I think it's hard to uh, do multiple people because you got to remember multiple things. When you start talking to get to learn people, your memory bank starts to overflow. Mm-hmm. I think one at a time. This might interest me. Like, you know, it's like that simple connection. You know, when you start talking to somebody, you'll connect right away or not. Mm-hmm. You have a connection. You might have some last man some jokes. A drop person, don't force the issue. 48 hours. That's all. That's it. That's all. That is funny. But you know, I'm horrible. Like, I couldn't, I can't date more than two people. I can't talk to more than two people because after that, your girl's time is limited. Like, I'm a horrible liar. I don't have time to be like, you know, scheduling all of these people in. So two people is my max. That's all I can do. But it depends on what you mean by dating. Like I'll, you know, entertain some conversation, but actually seeing y'all. Now they say I bet some names. Yeah, I think, I think, actually, I think, I, I think one at a time, you know. Um, I don't know. I say two because you got like you got like she said. You got to remember names. You got to re- remember careers. And thankfully, everybody that I've been talking to recently, they got the same occupation. So I ain't got to really remember that much stuff. It's super weird, but it's working out. 
What? Uh, okay, you got the question next. I'll tell you. Okay, let me go to the next question. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. All right, this is funny. I had to like really decode this. This was like some real text language. She said, "Y'all seem cool. How you be in relationships and still be friends?" So I'm. I guess they're asking like, since we're opposite sex, how do we maintain our friendship? It's been like since twenty. Wait, not two thousand. Damn. Two thousand age. Ooh. Yeah, you old man. You too. So. <laughs> I think it's a bunch, but like you and I, like Ashley, I talk to Ashley, like Amy, that's just naturally me. I'm a people's person. I think we both are people's person for one, first and foremost. Me? Well, not people person like me. I can go in the room. I can talk to anybody. I'm a talker. I can go be, I can go somewhere. If anybody, family, let me tell you something. When I was married, I went to my ex wife's family house, right? Mm -hmm. They all spoke Spanish. I came in my Spanglish with a Modelo. Talking and communicating. How the hell was I doing that? I don't know. But I can go in there and kick it with anybody. My yeah. thing with us, it's been like 2000, right? Mm -hmm. I asked you, Illinois State, 2000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then me and Ashley, we close. Mm -hmm. I'm doing that road trip to Atlanta where I don't know about it. I'm like, so you don't know about that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, actually, like, okay, so I'll give you a good example. Okay. Me with uh, people because I know it's a question. I hear somebody say, "Can be friends the opposite sex?" I went down to Las Vegas, and I think I might have told the story before. I just not. Uh, I saw Amy was visiting her mom, mm -hmm. and Amy, we went out for breakfast. We kicked it. You know what I'm saying? It was too goddamn hot to come outside late in the day, but we kicked it. Naturally, I think with everything that's going on in life, you need positive energy in your life. You need that, and especially what I went through, the trauma I went through. I, I actually ex a lot of people out of my life. I think Donna, Ashley, Amy, a few oh. other friends, my friends, uh, Tori, uh, my brother said there was a lot of people that played a huge role in my life, you know. What I'm saying I, I have strong bonds with, and I think those strong bonds is what I'm talking about when I give my messages about that uh, positive energy. Now, positive mm -hmm. energy in your life helps you put you on a higher level, help you succeed. Um, I just can't just let go of those like those those connections. So the connection where you had friendship, like somebody told me, like you and Donna can't be friends. Ash, you neither. Like I'm gonna tell you, like hey, at a rough point in my life, these folks was there. Mm -hmm. There's uh, a road trip. She, she said I back down the road trip. I don't know. I'm still thinking about roads. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's a. Um, like to do what we're doing right now, and it have we had the heart and the same passion to help and make an impact on America, yeah, in this country. And I think that this group we got right now, with you and I, and mm -hmm. I think it's the perfect group. And together, we just make a perfect force because it's family at the end of the day, like you just said, bam. Yeah, but sure, some people don't understand that because they ask how you how you be in relationships and still be friends. So okay, I'm about to take you back down memory lane. So I this had to be this is after we graduated college, right? So okay, I, let me preface this with saying one thing is you it's got to be boundaries, right? So you know it's different like when you ain't with nobody having access to you all times. Of the, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, we'll text each one another like busy or, you know what I'm saying? You right. got right. But y'all, back in the day, Jay Henny didn't have no boundaries. He didn't have no boundaries at all. So... It's like 1.30 in the morning. I don't know if you was out with Tori and them. Call my phone. That man was like... Who is this calling you? I'm like, oh, I swear we went to college together. We cool. We cool. We friends. I did not know about it. I ain't no busy. Back in the day, that's when I was partying. It was out getting drunk. Yeah. What up? What are you doing? It know. was so crazy. I said, I promise we friends. Like, he's drunk. Listen to him. He's drunk. <laughs> he's drunk. But just respecting each other. Relationship boundaries. That's big. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's big. People don't understand that. Like when you go through certain things in life and certain people are there, that's a that's a connection. Mm -hmm. like, I know you and Ashley with the things this year, last year, mm -hmm. and I did a show with Ashley that that actually I had to go back and look at because, like that show and how he did that show and the condition he was in did that show that shows strong leadership. Like that's a strong man. Mm -hmm. so it's all the connection and everything. So I talked to y'all, you actually, Amy and uh, Tori, my brother. It's a group, so I talk to y'all and keep in contact with y'all on daily. 
So people got to understand, like, you could be friends the opposite sex, but like you said, boundaries got to be respected and everything um, in relationship. And, and guys got to, like, even right now, I'm going to tell you what's weird. <laughs> my ex-wife, uh, we got a, I don't know, we, we had an amazing relationship as far as my daughter. When I go over there, she has a, her dude. He's very cool. Our birthday's the same freaking uh, in a few days from each other. So we be kicking. I go, what's up, man? You know, we talk about haircuts. You know, he's sick. It's, it's so weird. But I go over there, it's respect, though. Mm -hmm. I probably talk to him more than I talk to her than I'm picking up my daughter. Mm -hmm. But respect at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, we're trying to make each other's lives easier. Yeah. If somebody in your life provide that good energy, it don't matter. Like Natalie. I think Natalie, uh, we was more going, man, I was talking to a lot of people to reach out when I was going to my thing. Like Natalie, cool peoples. Mm -hmm. Natalie, uh, that dude, the, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical uh, sales, uh, alone, don't talk to him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, Natalie, girl, don't do it. Good. <laughs> I was, let me see. I already asked one of the questions because um, one question was, can you be friends with the opposite sex? Yeah. I, you definitely can't. Like, I don't see why that, you know, has anything... Laws and boundaries are respected. Sometimes you got friends where sometimes girls allow men to overdo it. You can tell because men, we 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 know hunters. We can tell hunters. And then like, we somewhere to do like, yeah, uh, like I can tell, like, like, like <laughs> she said, yeah, he just called. <laughs> <laughs> Nino Brown just called. Hey, no, it's it's all about boundaries, though. You can have friends all about boundaries. It's all about just, uh, you know, it's respecting boundaries. That's all it is. Yeah. Or like some people who can't handle it is because they got shady friends and friendships. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, so what was that? Like around 2016 or whatever when, you know, oh my goodness, he would be pissed. <laughs> like he would be pissed off. And it's just like, you just, you just got to understand, like, that's just what it is. So I won't. Uh, I've got to mention my, my girl down at my peaches down in Georgia. I got my so shit. Look, so me and Pax, me and Pax, we talk. We talk to Pax too. Actually, we kind of MIA, but I know I got I got to realize she's an hour ahead because I want to be texting that do black <laughs> <laughs> No, we cool. But in my previous previous situation, it was I, she was sort up and down that we was like a thing. Like I know it, I know it. I'm like, cause I come, cause okay, on one of her pictures, right? I commented like she's allergic to seafood, so I mm -hmm. commented, I think on um Peck's picture, like I'm gonna feed you seafood. I basically I was gonna kill her. She understand my joke. I have a weird sense of humor sometimes. You do, and um, th and that's the thing about it. She didn't really know me, so she thought that was flirting. I'm like, you know, she allergic to seafood, right? I pretty much thought I was gonna kill her by treating her to a seafood dinner. I wasn't gonna take her because the post said. I'm gonna take you out for seafood, but it's like my inner humor, and she's like, "I'm allergic to seafood, asshole." Yeah, inner jokes you don't get. So she see the post like going stalking my shit. She sees it like, and no, no, it's a joke. So yeah, went up and down that there was something going on, but so wrong, just so wrong. And that's oh. why people gotta you gotta trust themselves and be not be insecure yourself. But then when you when you do stuff like that, you accuse and you go look for stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Make sure partner not want to open up to you more. Yeah, because you should tell your partner like who your friends are and everything. But when people go snooping, like, oh, you like this picture, you like this picture. You, yeah. you the, the old being open is not going to happen as often as one would like. Yeah, that's that's crazy. All she saw was that she was trying to buy her some food. <laughs> but, and, and I don't know, pegs on here that damn well. She like my best type of killer. Yeah, I, I got a weird sense of humor jokes. Some probably don't get my jokes. They're like, that's flirty. No, she died to eat seafood though. So I pretty much it's maybe a bad sense of humor, but yeah. yeah. So okay, question. So because I know what my answer is. So when do you introduce like when you're talking to somebody, getting to know somebody, when do you bring up the fact that you have these close friends that are females? They go see it probably right away when I'm talking because I bring them up anyway. I bring out I bring it up anyway. They see that they see the podcast, you know. They, they see this. They see the text messages. Mm -hmm. It's gonna happen right away. It's gonna be like the flow of things. Yeah, there's just people that are constantly contact with. And, I, and I'll be honest, why uh, I've been you for like over twenty years, but Ashley been doing business. That's the sister too. And the others, I, I tell like this is what happened. This is what we was going through in life. And I think that, and I'm not gonna put anybody's personal business out, but I know people personally that was going through things that 
when we connected and the motivation that I was putting out there on TikTok mm-hmm. and out there on uh, um, the morning messages, it motivated them. You connect. And that's that positive energy that like I know a certain person was going through and transformed them and it helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's amazing the impact you have on people. So, I mean, they got to understand that. My thing is, my life, I, I'm, I'm put it for a reason, honestly. I might have my issues. I might even have some heathen jokes. But God put me here for a reason. I've been able to uplift and motivate some people and change some lights around. So God put me here for a reason. I think that in the next year or so, we're going to be feeding some um, a lot of hungry families, and we're going to be doing damn good at it. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, man, you heard of the Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. We don't have no. People are like looking at the Beyonce's, the Jay-Z's, LeBron James. Those are not leaders. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what a leader is. Guarantee you that. Y'all go show a leader. You know what? I'm not going to move a black race. We gonna move the uh, 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 black race, white race, Hispanic, Asian. We are moving everybody. That's what that's about. All right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you got the next question. What's the next question? All right. Let me go ahead to my little. Um, uh, all right. Uh, do, do you think it's okay for your significant other to go on trips without you? Yeah. I think it's okay. You got to get away. Because you gotta you be missed, and then you can do the nastiest things that come back when you miss them. <laughs> See, you that's you tonight. Not nobody. Oh, saying, that's, that's real though. When you miss them, it's like, damn, my miss may walk around here with them legs on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, but you got legs today. Oh, oh, my God. When you come back, I gotta miss them. Like go on that trip so I can miss it. So it can be some, it'd be like brand new to come back. Yeah, yeah, it'd <laughs> be brand new. All right. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Going on trips is totally. I'm gonna ignore. <laughs> it's totally healthy. It's totally healthy. So, like you know, every year we do my girls' trip, and I know in the beginning somebody had an issue with that, and he was like, he just could not understand it, and I'm wow. like, because he was a hater. This is the same one that um, he was just a hater. He was just a hater. He was crazy and controlling. So imagine if I had married that, but um, mm. right. You'd be like a rifle. He'd be like, we got the window like Malcolm. No, honestly, if if me and him were still together, I wouldn't be doing life grind. Like he would have a major issue. I'll tell you something. We would be doing life grind. I would do wild therapy at your house. You know how you set up here right there? I'll be right there. He'd have a rifle in the background behind us. Like, quarter uh, light. <laughs> <laughs> Can they put that rifle between us? You're too close. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Oh, crazy. But no, auto trips is totally healthy. It's something you should do. And once again, it's about respecting your partner. So you're not about to tell, let me put this out there. You're not telling me on Thursday you then bought a trip, I mean, bought a ticket and you leave for a trip on Saturday. Uh -uh. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. That's that communication. That's that discussion. I'm not saying you got to have an annual trip like me, but you got to communicate with me. You're not telling me about a trip less than, you know, so many times, so many weeks, hours, or whatever in advance. That's all I'm going to say about that. True that, true that, true that. Mm, there it is. All right. I got two more questions. These next two questions I'm going to combine into one because it's around singleness. So somebody wanted to know Am I single? Yes. Single, ready to mingle. I know who I know too. That thing. Mushy, mushy. TP. You're not funny. That's I ain't even about to go into the question that's connected to that question. Delete. <laughs> Red flags, warning signs, is that time to leave relationship? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, especially when it's um, a domestic. Hey, so I hate to leave that because that's the like obvious. It's this video, and this is actually another video I was sent on Instagram. And I can't even log on my Instagram. It's computer because I don't know my password. But it's a dude. His wife is in the passenger seat. This is a new video. Okay. People around watching. His wife is in the passenger seat. 
His mom's coming. He's trying to make his wife get out of the passenger seat to get in the back. And I hear a dude in the background watching like, dude, that's your wife. Let me tell you, little punk ass brother, something out there. I want to say the other word. And I mean, I'm not talking about brothers. I'm talking about everybody, every man. I don't care what goddamn color you are. Your wife is your number one. Mm. Your wife sits in that front seat. You ain't fucking your mama. Your mama gave birth to you. She did your job. She helped, she helped nurture you and do all the other stuff. You are the leader of your wife. You are the protector. Your wife sits in the front seat with you because she's your fucking co-pilot. She sits there. Your mom ain't your goddamn co-pilot. Your wife is your co-pilot. Your girlfriend's your co-pilot. She sits there and she's right there by your side. Your mom sits her ass in the back. No disrespect to mom, but the wife is the co-pilot. She sits there in the front. Y'all ride together. Y'all fucking die together. That's why you told vows. That's why you got married. Point blank. People forget the real uh, issues or the real reason to get married. People, oh, get up, babe. Why, you Fuck that. Your mom not sitting there. Get your ass in the back. I love my mom, but mom, you sitting your ass in the goddamn back. My wife, my co-pilot, sits in the front where every fucking where we go. I'm not walking in front of my wife. I'm walking outside my wife. I'm going to walk blocking her from the street on the outside like I'm supposed to do. We ride together. I'm going to protect I'm going to lead her. If she sees something, she's going to be my third eye. She's going to see it, babe. Look out. Look at this. That's what it is. So we say, man, when we say be submissive, we're not saying that be our little fucking pet dogs and stuff. We tell you what to do. We may say be submissive, cater to us, get us prepared because y'all are the anchor. Y'all keep us going. In my last relationship, I didn't have no goddamn anchor. When I fell down, I was down. There was no anchor. There was nobody to tell me it's going to be okay, baby. It's going to be okay. It wasn't. That this is what it was. Mm-hmm. I, was left in, I was left like a little fucking wounded dog on the game street. <laughs> I was left. But in all seriousness, I was. I had to rely on friends. And yeah. I don't know anybody that I can rely on. Let me tell you, when you're in a relationship with women, when a guy's down, men, we have uh, emotions that we go through. We hide them a lot. But when we sit and we about to break down, you are there to be the anchor to lift us the fuck back up and put us in leadership role. If you can't do that for your man, you're not a fucking woman. You will never find a man. You're going to always remain single and fucked up because here's what, here's what it is. Narcissist women think they're never at fault and those are the women that can't uplift men because they're so worried about their goddamn self and what they're doing what they're not doing right so women if you out there and you fit that description you go forever be single or forever be fucked over because for one you don't know how to be an anchor you're trying to be a leader with a real man and you're fucking it up and you think that man is a problem that man is not the problem no you the goddamn problem because you don't know how to be the anchor sit your ass in the front seat be your man's anchor co-pilot mom you go to the back seat Women sit in that front seat, be a good co-pilot. If you don't know how to do that, that man should be with your ass. That's a warning sign. Sorry. And that's wine therapy, everybody. Well, we had we had one question. I didn't like that. We had one question, you know what I'm saying? I was like, well, I mean, you know, so ditto, I guess. I'm gonna read this what Ashley said. Uh, women need to step up and help leaders out when they're down. Their mental health matters too. And that's the thing. Maybe we don't address our mental health like we should. And that's where a woman steps up. She's not going to be our, like, therapist, but she's going to be the anchor. She's going to be the anchor. So the guy, previous um, cowboy, he had um, been off of work because he was injured while working. And so he was at home. And so even though he was crazier than that thing, though, I did realize that it was important for me to step up in certain ways because of what he was going through you know what i'm saying so ashley i totally agree it's certain times where you have to step up and support your man and be a little more like you said that anchor and being there for him and if he can't do that for you when you're going through it it's a red flag that's true he's got to be there for you too and, that, mm-hmm. and that's what man was supposed to respect this woman that guy going over in the pasture seat telling his wife to get out for his minus in the front seat is I, I would divorce his ass. Like those are kind of like the red flags that I was just asking questions. You let go. Those are red flags where you just about face and leave that motherfucker behind. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough strong men in this world. The strong men you have, you gotta lift them up. There's a the thing about some women. Women think that men can't have issues, mental health issues. They think we like me. I'm always like happy go lucky. You never know that last year. I fucking felt like I didn't belong on this earth last year. The shots went through because I was always trying to uplift and do stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was deep, mental, fucked up space right now. I had a lot of pressure on me. I had a lot mm-hmm. of shit on. I was very fucked up. I wasn't prepared for nothing. And the problem is, what hurt me most is that uh, there were people that were not understanding. There were people that made promises that didn't deliver that I X out my life. Like, the fuck mm-hmm. out. 
negative energy, go ahead. If our people I was there for, I did things for, they didn't return. I didn't even think return, but just be sincere and, and look out. Um, and man, man, we go through things too. And it took me one day to just get up and like, damn, I just broke down. I just broke down. I had to seek help. Let me tell you something. I invested myself. I do. I wanted to use the same therapist I had when um, my friend died at work. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't free no more because it went through a job. So he charged 175 an hour. And I told him at the point, I'm broke down. I'm like, I, I don't give it. I don't get Okay, I need help. I was spending $100 a session. Every fucking hour I went, I was investing myself because I needed it. And had I not gotten help, I wouldn't be on the show. Period. Mm-hmm. Right now. I had not gotten help with the show. I'm still a work in progress, still working myself. But if I had not gotten the help I needed, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on the show right now. Yeah. I, it was that bad. But the women have to understand to be the anchor, lift your man up. Like there's stuff the man go through, and they expect us to be tough all the time that we can. But sometimes women provide that fuel to get guys going. Mm-hmm. I love women to do that, that be that support and that back. I love it. Like it's a, that's it's like a passion. You get it from your significant other, you get it from a friend, family member, but somebody's got to be like, hey, you got this. You got this. You just need to hear that, but it comes good when it's from your significant other. So women out there, men go through shit too. It's not all about being tough and shit all the time. Absolutely. Be a good anchor. Be a good anchor. Sure. Be a good anchor. <laughs> uh, next question. Let me see. Let me go to my next question here. <clears throat> let me see. Let me see. Uh, I'm gonna go to this one. Okay. Should bills be 50-50 in their relationship? All right, I'm gonna start with this. Everybody's financial situation is different. So I am not a fan of everybody doing the same thing that they friend is doing and they cousin is doing in their household. You got to do what is best for you. Sometimes maybe the first three years of the marriage or the relationship, 50, 50 is what makes sense to y'all. Right. But then maybe in years four, six and on, he can pay the mortgage and you pay the other things or vice versa, but you got to do what is money financially smart. That's and how is it helping y'all achieve y'all goals together? That's what it is. Is it financially smart? And is it helping y'all achieve y'all goals? That's my stance on it. I don't think it should be just like a standardized. I don't think that. Uh, I don't, you know, so one thing I learned in relationships is that I was always down 50 50. You bring up 50 over my 50, but mm-hmm. man, I am the day and with the therapy I had. I'm taking care of my woman. And if we decide that, uh, like you just said, I pay these bills, these bills, at the end of the day, I'll make sure I provide not just financially, 50-50, because 50-50 ain't all about financial. 50-50 comes from like mm-hmm. the uh, mental support too as well. You got to get all that. As a man, we take over a heavy burden and you got to take over. It ain't about finance. That's what women forget. Mm-hmm. When you talk about women, talk about how much a man make. You got a man that makes all his money in the world. If you got no mental like support or no like uh support like that, you don't have much of nothing. Mm-hmm. So money is not everything. That's that. Very true. Very rich. Oh, babe, he can be rich. Oh, I'm gonna work. Oh, you never do the day you hear another woman do it, they get all this cute stuff, right? Oh, you never got time for me. But you got this like nice Gucci purse. Mm-hmm. They got time for you. But guess what? That guy that's making 70 grand, gonna make some good financial uh smart plans. Y'all work together, y'all can grow together. That's what people forget. Women, mm-hmm. especially. You get you that guy to make the little six, seven thousand dollars. That motherfucker probably got his house paid off. And guess what? Y'all can grow together. Mm-hmm. Y'all love each other. You grow together. And yeah. even, even if, uh, if a woman's not working and she's taking care of business and everything, she's got that motivation. She's that fire starter. When the man's down, she's going to push him. Mm-hmm. Push him up, baby. I'm just women like that. Woo! <laughs> that Leggings, fire starters, and fire starters and cookers. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna get you to talk about leggings, but no, you're right. So, like that team aspect, I think some people don't go into a relationship realizing that y'all a team, you know what I'm saying? So you can't work against one another, like y'all gotta be stepping lock and key together, you know what I'm saying? So when you 
don't have that agreement and that understanding of where y'all are going and allowing him to lead, then you're going to run into some issues. So, Yeah, y'all ought to lead. Like, women have to take that stuff back. And I think the problem is, I don't properly state on the shows, that women try to take that stuff forward. And I try to use Gabrielle Union all the time because I, I don't know nothing about their relationship. I just know what I see and the stuff they got going on and how they using that boy. She beats him. <laughs> she had, the way it went, man, I know. I don't need to go that way. The, I, the stuff I see is like, and you know what's, what's crazy is that, let me tell you something, women. I, I need people to pick better role models than people in the entertainment industry. Like, pick some lawyers, some teachers, or pick something, the person, like, pick some real people that go through some real shit. Because these people out here are, are they double the product of the devil? <laughs> you know, I think it's a glamorizing struggle, right? Mm. That's that's exactly what it does. And so the regular average woman can't struggle glamorously. You know what I'm saying? Like it's easier to handle some stuff when you got somebody cooking your meals and driving you around and somebody coming to do your hair and nails and stuff like that versus, you know, when you got to bring home the bacon and fried in the pan and then deal with those other struggles. So I think part of the issue with that is, you know, you need more real women like, Amy and Ashley and me and Pex talking about those day-to-day things because it's real life for 96% of the population. Right. Anybody come to your hair, nah, I got your hair. But they ain't brushing your teeth. You're like, and the dude's like, you know what I'm saying? This is crazy. And the people got that lifestyle. You like, for example, me. I, I once again, if I if I tell my true life story, I can't tell it on live. I, I've been through some shit. I seen some shit. I see some shit where I'm like, damn, you really were involved in that. Yeah, I was. I got some real fucking life experiences in that I, I didn't, I wasn't born and um out in this little mansion and everything. Not knocking nobody that has, but people that have been through real struggles that experience life and know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. That was something people take advice from. I'm just saying. Yeah, nothing's just handled. Tell you something. <laughs> really? <laughs> Warrior. Oh, Oh my god, you got one more question. I got no more questions tonight. I actually did good today. I didn't say nothing crazy, I think, on this uh show tonight. I've been pretty uh, a lot of good best behavior. I don't think I did. Uh, not, yeah, you know, you said some shit, but <laughs> that's bad. All the ladies throw your legs in the air and oh, we don't care. No, I thought you were about to say something. I've seen the regular song. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, no, no. So what we got coming up? We got anything coming up on, on my end of February. So I think we know the February shows. Yeah, the February shows are overdone. I think we definitely need to do another up close and personal with Jay Hendo and maybe an up close and personal with me so people can get to know. Yes, we got no Donna and then you know, Ashley, you know, the Life Brand crew. Yeah. We got part two coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all got, uh, and then I got, I've got to think of my story. I'm not going to tell nobody. I'm just going to say, follow Jay Hendo. And people will be like, what that means? You're going to find out what it means. Follow Jay Hendo. Okay. That's the hashtag? No. You, you know, y'all know. Everybody know. Coming soon, follow your hand. You're like, what the hell is that? I ain't told nobody. Nobody. Follow your hand. Right, well, I'm gonna find out after the show because I want to know. I'm nosy. I'm telling you, I didn't tell nobody. Follow your hand. Spices. Find out. I'm gonna find out for us, Natalie. I see your comment that we definitely need a girls' night out, and I think you know what? We should chronicle this. We should blog this to see. What this girls' night out would be like for two single gals. Does Natalie say that? Mm-hmm. Natalie is like up north, and I know she coming down south. You know what? I think Natalie needs to travel. Travel. Mm-hmm. Natalie, we're going out. We're going out. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, Natalie, ask oh, It's going to be fun. It's gonna be fun. I can tell you that. Well, folks, thank y'all for tuning in to an episode of Wild Therapy. The good of getting this, getting this good, whatever that means. <laughs> Next words. Peace out, everybody. Oh. <laughs>
get 